making sure that, that somebody knows that they have somebody that they can call or we can make a visit and we can sit down and we can we can talk shop and they're gonna understand very quickly that we we get what you're talking about. Perfect. Is uh is it is it, is it you doing the peer support or the counseling stuff, or do you have a group of people I, or members? I have different teams. Okay, um, got you, so it's teams. I gotcha. have different areas in North Carolina that okay. we're operating right now. We're in seven different counties right now. Um, we're getting ready to, to go up to Forsyth County okay. next month. Um, they have about 18 people that, that they want to bring on board with us. Okay. So we're going to go up there, talk to them, mental health, suicide awareness, peer support, get that message out there that it, it's okay to talk about your problems, um, but I have I have several different team members. I have area coordinators that head up different areas in the in North Carolina. But I do have teams. I have one team operating down in Florida. I work very closely with the Low Country Peer Support Team in South Carolina. Gerald Michoud, he's a member of my team, and we work very closely together between our two teams. Um, I've got a team up and operating in Vermont right now. Um, that's actually where I went to my treatment centers for my PTSD issues. Um, and some of those local guys, once they found out that I had started this, we've helped them get established up there in Vermont. That's great. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I like that's seeing good. something spread like that. You know, a good idea. And somebody's like, man, let's, we can help some people here. Sure. Let's do something. Yeah. Sure. And the way that, the way that we help, our first responders, they reach out to us either through Facebook, uh, through our hotline number, um, text message, word of mouth, whatever. Um, and the services that we provide, like I was saying, the, the basic one-on-one -on -one peer counseling, peer talk, you know, just connecting with that like-minded individual. Um, but if they need, if we need to go a step further, we do work with vetted clinicians. Uh, I have seven vetted clinicians right now in the state that we work with very closely. Uh, I have a great clinical coordinator on my team, so if we need resources outside of our our general area, for example, I had somebody reach out to me from Virginia the other day, and I was able to call my clinical coordinator. They got me in touch with a first responder-based uh, clinician up there, so we were able to help this gentleman out. Um, we work with four treatment facilities up and down the East Coast that are primarily first responder based. They have programs dedicated to first responders. Um, it seems like you got a lot of things working. Yeah. In a very short amount of time, we have, we have done some big things and we're very proud of that. And be honest with you, we can't wait to see where it, where it goes. It seems like the, uh, <clears throat> the idea has branched and really starting to take some good shape. Absolutely, it's fantastic news. And so we're we're trying to promote it as as best we can, get the word out there that it there's nothing wrong with talking about what's going on with you. You know that it it's real. Unfortunately, we all see it with what we do. Sure. And unfortunately, I I did it the wrong way. You know, I kept that stuff bottled up in me for so long, and it almost cost me my life. Yeah. Um, that was the preferred method back then. Was just uh, bottle it up, <laughs> yeah. Bottle it up. You know, think, we don't talk about it, and eventually something is gonna happen. It's my belief that we all <laughs> we all handle it wrong, probably the first few times, right? Uh, you know, we, just trying to go at it on our own and stuff like that. But the educational aspect of knowing that 
you know, you, you probably need to carry this a little step further than something that you can deal with on your own. That's right. It's yeah. got to be key to putting some kind of dent in this epidemic and we got going on. Being honest with yourself as an individual that I am struggling. Sure. And it's okay to struggle, but don't deny it and don't lie to yourself that you're having problems because that's sure. not going to solve anything. So own it. Don't be afraid to, to talk about it, and we'll, we're here to help. Sure. Um, what would you say to a, a newer, like say, first couple of years in the fire service uh, to, so that they don't make some of those same old mistakes? Uh, your, your advice of owning it, uh, I agree with 100%, but um, you know, processing things you see on fire scenes, and surely there's some advice that we can start giving guys. and that They need to talk about it. Um, and I think it starts, one, with the individual, but it needs to be an entire culture in the fire in the fire department, that particular house or the agency or whatever else, that you can't make your people feel bad about the way that they feel. Sure. Their feelings are valid, yeah. no matter what, you know, and that's one thing that we can't do is compare trauma, you know. The way you feel about something, the way I feel about something, the way we process it is going to be different. And your feelings are valid and they're true because you own them. Sure. You know, and so making sure that people know that it's okay. And to, to answer your question, um, it really scares me to see newer people in rookie school in the academies coming in um, into the fire service that are 18, 19, 20 years old because I used to be that guy. Right. And they're gung-ho. They're the best thing that's ever hit the fire service. Put a fire in front of them, they're going to put it out, whatever. I was that guy at one point. And it, sometimes, it scares me sometimes that, man, I hope they have a great career and they can work out an entire 30-year career or whatever it is, and they don't end up where I did. But if they do, we're here to help them along the way so they can finish out that career, hopefully. That compassion uh, and the understanding that <clears throat> owning, you know, you can't tell somebody what they feel and you can't disbelieve what they're feeling because you don't feel that way. Right. That speaks a lot. I've heard um, heard a lot of comparisons with that. And it's uh, some of the gun classes that I've taught in the past, you know, one of the laws in the state of North Carolina for using a deadly weapon is you have to actually believe that something's going to happen. And I mean, what does that mean? So same thing with uh, traumatic experiences and all the other stuff. What does that exactly mean? You know, uh, you say you believe in the tooth fairy. How can I convince you that you don't believe in the tooth fairy when that's your belief? Right. I right. don't believe that way, but I mean, is it my place to try to convince you that you're feeling something wrong? So I, the compassion part and the understanding that we can't change the way somebody feels and look down on them because they feel a certain type of way uh, is, it's, it's, it's in our culture now that that's kind of the way we where we are it it still is sure it, it unfortunately it is looked down upon if somebody opens up that it's a sign of weakness and to be honest with you it's one of the bravest things that you can do is to admit that you're struggling and that you need help because we're the helpers i believe that you know we are the helpers you know that's what our job is and to have somebody come to me and confide their confidence in me that i'm going to be able to sit and listen to them and maybe offer them some assistance Hey, that takes that takes a set to sure. <laughs> to do yeah, that for sure. Yeah. Um, so, and having that that empathetic side of it, where you know, they're coming to you for a reason, 
and it's not my place to judge. You know, I might have seen that same call that we're talking about a hundred times, and it doesn't bother me. Sure. But it doesn't mean that it's not going to bother you. And I'm going to sit here and I'm going to listen to you. And I'm going to let you know that it's okay to feel the way that you do. And that we're going to walk this journey together. And you're not alone. Yeah. Perfect. How do you feel like the uh, the, the tempo is going as far as uh, are we getting better as a fire service? Are we, are we stagnant? You know, how do you feel about it? Over the last couple of years, the hot topics and the, the hot words, PTSD, mental health awareness, uh, it's out there. And it is more prevalent now that people are talking about it. Um, we're still meeting some resistance, though, at certain, certain aspects of it. But we are making headway, which is a, a positive sign. So I'm, yeah. I'm pleased with the way that it's going in the fire service as a whole. Um, because if we if we had broached this subject, you know, six or seven years ago, yeah, we probably wouldn't be able to sit here and talk about yeah, this. Yeah, there probably right wouldn't now. be any traction. Exactly, yeah, yeah. no traction at all, and we, we are gaining traction. Sure, right? that's great. We argue uh, once in a while about some of the ways we should be uh, doing things at the company level and just in the department. But the, the part of it, like, we disagree pretty good on one <laughs> or two of those. That's fine. But yeah. I love that we're talking about it. That it's, yeah, you know. and uh, that's the thing. You know, you've got to have an open line of communication, whether it, whether you agree or you disagree. Um, and here on the peer side, we want that open line of communication, and we're not going to disagree with the way that you feel. Sure. You know, we're going to yeah. validate that feeling, and we're going to encourage you to to press on. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Thank, thank you for coming and uh, spending dude. some time with us. Where can people find you, not just with Safer, but where, uh, just for the listeners uh, that are on, online right now and all that good stuff, where can, how can they find you? Social media. Okay. Uh, on Facebook, First Responders Peer Support Network. Look Perfect. us up. We're there. Uh, we have a website, frpsn.org is our website. Uh, we have a crisis number, 833-FRPSN4U. Okay. Uh, and that works out to 833-377-7648 is our phone number. Perfect. It's been a pleasure. I'm glad you decided to stop by. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah, all the listeners that are coming through Safer either today or tomorrow, make sure you stop by Mr. Eric's booth and check him out. I think you got some you got some literature over there for Yeah, him. we have some literature. We have some challenge coins for sale. Perfect. So come on by and visit us. We'd love to talk to you. Perfect. Nice. All right, man. Enjoy Thank it. Thank you. Yes, yeah. sir. Good to meet you. Thanks. Uh, when you're in Wilmington next time,